Why are so many houses in Canada, especially new builds, going up in flames? Well, in this video, I'm going to try to answer that question for you guys. There's definitely been so many headlines coming across the table. But before we get into that, if you're new here, please like and subscribe to the channel where we just put out free content on real estate. Or if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please consider leaving us a review. We'd really appreciate it. There has been so many homes that have went up into flames, especially new construction. Just look at the headlines here that come up. It's crazy, they're in all different areas. So in this video today, I'm gonna to try and give you my opinion on what is going on. And here's another headline that just came up just over the weekend, 44 townhome units damaged or destroyed by large fire in Vaughan. Dozens of unoccupied townhomes in Vaughan were um, enveloped in flames over the weekend, leaving nearly half of the development in shambles according to details provided to stories. So this was just an article here. The blaze was so large that 56 firefighters, two deputy chiefs, two platoon chiefs, two district chiefs, and 14 others were committed to fighting this fire at its peak. The city uh, also said that uh, they weren't sure why this happened, but they, it will be looking into. So basically what I think is happening is that a lot of people speculate on pre-construction projects. They pay a premium hoping that in the future, the value of that home will appreciate more than what they paid for it and they can then assign it to someone or they can basically rent it out for a little bit and hold it as an investment property. So what has happened is that a lot of people can't assign these units. People just aren't buying them because the market has actually declined since they bought them you know, a year and a half ago, two years ago. And also interest rates were a lot lower back then, right? They could actually afford to close on these homes. These interest rates were at 2%. Now we're looking at an interest rate of 6%. So it's a lot different. And one of the big problems is, is the appraisal of these homes, right? Say you bought something for $1.5 million from the builder. You bought it about two years ago. Now that home is worth about 1.1, 1.2. This is actually legitimately what happened in Oakville. And now you need to come up with that money because the bank is saying it's not worth what you paid for it. Now you need to come up with an extra $300,000, which just isn't easy for people. So now you're seeing people just walk away from their deposits completely and just say, this is too much of a headache. We can't do this anymore. And now what's happening is that you're basically going to court. You know, you're going to court with these builders because the builders want their money. You agreed, you signed a binding contract, you agreed to pay for it, but the bet that you took went against you. It's basically like a call option. You're hoping that in the future it's going to be worth more, but when that future date has come and we've seen inflation rise and the combat that rise has been a rise in interest rates, which has really just declined the real estate market, well, now it's not worth it and now that bet has completely gone against you. Oh, instead of going to court and paying all this money or having to walk away from these deposits, what I believe is happening is that people are basically committing arsony, right? They're 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 going into these pre-construction townhomes after hours and they're lighting them on fire. I'm not sure if it's the owners themselves or they've hired someone else to do it, but there is literally video of someone running out of a home, a burning home, a new construction home, just going up into flames, right? People's backs are against the wall. So what do you do in that situation? Well, you know, you don't want to walk away from 200, 300 grand. That could be someone's life savings. Why not just light it up on fire? I'm not saying that's the right thing to do, but why not do that and then try and get the insurance money back later on? The pre-construction market has really seen a decline, right? 40 GTA condo projects on hold amid 
heightens market uncertainty uncertainty. So dozens of condo projects that were expected to launch in the greater Toronto area this year have been shelved, according to new data from Urban Nation. The Toronto-based research and consulting firm estimates that around 40 projects have been delayed as of the third quarter of this year. Collectively, these projects would have added close to 14,000 new condo units to the region of the housing market. So why are these getting shelved, right? So most of these, these condo projects they have like a release date basically. And you know, these pre-construction projects are really good at creating hype on these projects, right? They, the marketing on them is actually quite incredible. They call them a name, you know, like the one project, the well, um, I bought one before and it was called trend living. So they, they're very good at, you know, making it seem like it's, you know, it's, it's a prestigious place to live and they're getting shelved because they're not, you know, getting the traction that they once did. People aren't lining up out the door, you know, throwing up their deposit checks ready to buy. And the reason for that is just the change in the market conditions. People are are getting stuck with these assignments. You know, I call it the winning the assignment lottery because people were just flipping these assignments, right? They weren't even closing on them. They would just assign the unit to someone else at, you know, 100, 200, 300 grand higher, uh, whatever, pay the tax, it doesn't matter. You know, you've made a, a chunk of money on that project. And that's just not happening anymore. We're also seeing condo projects go into receivership. One of the big ones in Toronto, and we've touched on this on this channel, um, is the One Tower, right? They, they, they went into receivership, they didn't pay their debts on time, um, and now things are stalled on that. And another one just went into receivership uh, in Kitchener. It was a four tower development, and they owe $64 million, right? So you have these delays in these projects. And, and People are kind of wondering, you know, why is this happening? Well, when you have 500 basis points of increase in interest rates, um, that affects a lot of people and it affects builders too. Builders need to raise capital. And unfortunately, um, they just can't pay their debts right now. Not all of them, but a lot of them can't pay their debts. A lot of projects are going to get shelved at this high interest rate environment. And we're not going to see a lot of builders build because the numbers just aren't there. They're just not penciling right now. We have uh, Steve Soretsky here from the Looney Hour. Uh, he's a big Vancouver realtor. He tweeted out something that went viral. It said, a big fish in the Vancouver development space is toast. Spread thin, levered to the grills. It will turn heads six months from now when it becomes public knowledge. I'm only surprised it took as long as it did. So he's obviously got some insider source in the Vancouver market. Um, I guess this is a huge developer that's gone belly up. Um, and yeah, he, he won't come out and say who it is but it'll be another um, a big shock to the market and it will probably continue this way. We'll probably see more builders talk about going belly up or you know have too much debt up to their eyeballs. It's a really, really hard time for builders because construction costs are just so high and the you know usually they have to sell out about 80% um, of the units before they can even break ground um, and that's not happening right now. And here's another mortgage agent, uh, Darren Bauer. He said, hearing stories about pre-con assignment holders owing thousands in legal fees, over 10,000 plus and can't pay. They are hiring lawyers to deal with builders and delay closings, et cetera, because of the financing issues. Some people with four or more units bought and deposits paid from HELOCs. So HELOCs is basically uh, a home equity line of credit. So say you've bought in a house 10 years ago, say you bought it in Oakville, that place you bought it for 500K, now it's worth a million dollars. Basically you get a, a home equity line of credit um, because your house is worth more now and you take that money and you would speculate it. You'd go and sprinkle it into different projects. So say you you, you like to project uh, in Oakville as well. You said, hey, well, I can put deposits down on four of these, right, with my home equity line of credit, and then I can flip those units 
and I don't even have to close on them. It's worked so well in the past, but unfortunately, future, future uh, past results are not a guarantee of future results, right? So they're getting stuck with these units that um, aren't appraising. They can't assign them. There's no way they have the income to close on four units. So basically what's happening is, is they're trying to delay closing, hoping rates come down, or they're trying to get out of the deal altogether. So there you have it, guys. It's definitely been a mess in the pre-con market and also just, you know, all these fires. Like it, it, it's been really, really crazy. And it, it really just comes back, in my opinion, to a common denominator of people's backs are against the wall, right? The tide has gone out. We've seen who's swimming naked and they can't close on it. So it's desperation at this point. It's okay, let's just hire someone to go in there and uh, light this place up on fire or we're going to do it ourselves because we can't afford to lose that two, 300 grand. We can't afford to, um, you know, have this HELOC, you know, HELOCs usually are a variable rate too. So those rates have gone up. That money that you're paying has gone up as well. So you're feeling the pinch and, you know, you have four assignments that you're trying to get rid of. And then you have your primary residence also on the line. That's a really, really scary thing. So we'll see where this goes. Uh, pre-con is just, it's a tough game, especially in the last few years. It worked out so well for the past decade in Canadian real estate. So a lot of people just, you know, they, they bought into the speculation of it all. So if you are buying pre-con, make sure you're looking at the price per square foot and seeing how much that place needs to appreciate in the future. Um, if you can buy something resale right now for 1100 bucks a square foot, why are you paying 1500 bucks a square foot for a new project, you know, within the same area? It doesn't make much sense. Anyways, guys, those are just some thoughts that, that I had. And, and a lot of people were asking me about what's going on with all these fires. That's what I think is happening. Um, if you want to work with, uh, with myself or Brooke, you can do so. You can book a call down below. If you're looking to buy, sell, or lease, or you just want some advice on the market and what to do, we'd be happy to chat with you guys. Um, we do service Oakville, Burlington, Hamilton, and the surrounding areas, you know, into Grimsby and Milton and things like that. If you're not sure if we service your area, just reach out to us. We'd love to uh, try and help you with all your real estate needs. Again, please like and subscribe. Please leave a review if you can. Uh, and if you enjoy these quick, quick, you know, kind of learning lessons of what's going on in Canadian real estate and you want to support us, you can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok. We have short form stuff there as well. And we have a newsletter too. It's a, a Substack newsletter. I'll, I'll link that down below. All right. Thanks so much for watching guys and hopefully talk to you next week.